well, you're going to hear about somebody who started in March. Okay. Started in March. So this is, we're in the, we're in day one of May. So he literally has been one to two months. We'll find out, um, the, the exact sort of time frame. but I mean, either way, um, uh, he has sort of kind of got in, started this online journey and just kind of taken action and gotten results. And, uh, what I what I like about this dude is that he's applied the the sort of skills and the intellect that he's used in other areas of his life to to now this and what a lot of people do when they start an online business or a new venture they all of a sudden like act like they forgot everything that they've ever done in their entire life and I often tell people hey you didn't get you didn't get dumb. You didn't wake up today and get dumb. You just started a business. And so although there's some new things that you have to learn, of course, there's some new things that you have to persevere through. I had a guy yesterday who posted a comment in one of our Facebook groups, and he said, I think I'm having it harder than everybody else right now. And I, I commented on his post. I said, dude, no, you're not. You're just right in that window of making a decision whether you're going to persevere through this challenge or not. And that's all. That's it's a constant, never-ending, um, like cycle of that. You know, you run into a challenge, you get frustrated, and you watch a video and hear a piece of inspiration or something that somebody says that makes sense, or you lean in and pull something that you developed earlier in your life or career, and you're like, "Oh wow, I actually do have the skill for this situation. Let me pull it from an old job." or an old venture that I had. And so I've seen Alex do a lot of these things. And in these first month or two, he's gotten in, he's not taking perfect action. He's not taking pretty action. Okay. But you know what? He's gotten results from that, from the action that he's taken. And so, so much so um, that he has looked at his job. He has a full-time job. So much so that he's looking at his current full-time job and saying, I'm going to eventually be losing so much money by staying at this job that I, I got to make a decision here. And so we're going to hear about his thought process today. This is going to be a good one. So you guys, you know, grab a cup of coffee. Don't turn this off. Share this now. Um, if you're an affiliate, share it with your link. If you're not, just share it. Because people need this information and they need to know it can be done and it can be done fast. It doesn't always happen fast. As a matter of fact, we actually tend to tell people it takes a long time, but it can happen fast. And today I'm going to pull them in on the screen right now. Alex Hauser, what's up, my friend? Hey, man. All right. That was that was quite the introduction. You, you built me. <laughs> I got a lot to live up to after that intro. <laughs> well, that's what I'm best at, man. I'm best at, guess, I'm best at you know, marketing awesome. and pitching things. Awesome. So. Hey, dude, uh, you have like, you know, I'm excited to have you on. You've 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 accomplished a lot in a little bit of time. And, you know, and it's it's exciting to be able to share your story with people. And I think most of all, get inside your head a little bit because I'm actually interested. Like I your story and talking to you, you and I had a conversation yesterday and I'm talking to you and you're 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 in that that you're in that decision-making process to where you're like strategizing your life now. 
and and <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're making no, you're, impactful, exactly right. important decisions, and you've actually enrolled in my coaching program. You're a part of our masterminds. I mean, you're you're not doing this alone, which I think is another important thing to point out is that even for me, big decisions in my life, I've got people that I've hired, coaches, counselors, mentors that I'm kind of running things by too. And I, I learned that, Alex, early in my life when I was getting clean. They were yeah. like, yo, dude, you've been screwing up your life for a long time, so maybe you might want to run some big decisions by people. And so I learned that early, but you, you're obviously just, you know, kind of, <laughs> you're not, you're not coming from that. You're strategizing your life from a, a full-time job, an actual career that you have, but you want more out of life and you're trying to figure out, Hey, what makes the most sense long-term, but also short-term. So take us back a couple of months ago and tell us a little bit about like where you came from and how this all started. Yeah. So I have been, um, you know, I've been researching, starting an online business for about a year before I started the 15 day challenge. And, um, originally I had decided on doing the FBA and like doing the Amazon thing. And right. I invested in a training program that's out there for that. Um, but very like my second week into the program, their internal chat boards were going crazy about people getting their orders canceled, orders delayed and everything. Cause that was right when coronavirus had broken out in China. So all the factories were getting shut down. Mm. And so fortunately I was still within the window and, and I just had, I just had a bad feeling yeah. about what was going to happen. And so I pulled out of that, you know, thankfully. And then I continued to look, um, you know, look online and I thought, all right, well maybe I need something that's not dependent. That's if I'm going to do a product, maybe it needs to be built in the U S or Hey, maybe even I'll do a digital product. And then like I shared with you in our last, uh, our last, uh, coaching, I got hit with some retargeting ad, um, that you guys were running and I got, uh, I got looped in and, and what really, um, you know, what really kept me watching the video was how just transparent and open you were and your marketing. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't hypey and it wasn't, uh, you know, uh, you know, after the hook, you got very serious and real and deep into it and, right. you know, doing my look, looking into it, I was like, all right, well, this seems legitimate. Um, you know, this guy seems for real. And, you know, to be honest, Dave, there was some of those, um, parallels, you know, in, from my life, you know, I've had some issues with alcohol that have, you know, certainly negatively impacted my life and mm. you know, kind of had, you know, similar things that happened. So I, you know, obviously felt, uh, the connection on that. Sure. And then just from the research and stuff that I did as well, you know, um, uh, was really big on me deciding to go in with it. So nice. So, sure. so take us through the experience of like, I think one of the things that you said to me that was, was really impactful. And I remember was the fact that you had to get coachable. Was that or that you were had a resistance to coaching. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, it being it's it's funny because being you know I'm the, I'm the son of a of a colonel in the air force that was a flight instructor, and I have been a rugby coach and all that sort of stuff. But I also have this like natural um, like aggression towards authority and coaching and stuff like that. Sure. And so I know for me that 
you know, especially being having been a coach, I you don't need to sell me on the value of good coaching. Uh, but I, you know, but being coachable is a whole different thing. And so I kind of came into this knowing like, hey, you know, you need to be you, this is a completely new avenue for, for you. You know, as you alluded to in the intro, like, yeah, you've got transferable skills and you've got your life experience that you can lean on um, and stuff like that. But, you know, you need to really come in and be humble, be open minded. Don't just sit there and listen, like actually hear what the people are saying to you um, and take it in and, you know, be willing to apply it and stuff like that. So, yeah. So you're going through the 15 day challenge. Was it all, was that all new information for you? Um, sales funnels, um, high ticket products, the idea of selling something yeah. digital. I mean, what was, what, what was that experience like for you? I mean, other than having the experience, I think everybody, you know, once you learn like what a sales funnel is, you're like, oh, well, you know, I've been in those, like all the, even, even, you know, the click funnel style sales funnel. It's like anyone has bought any, and got sucked into like a $7 offer on Facebook. And then, you know, it's like, I just bought AirPods the other day and I ended up, I was like, all right, I'll spend a hundred dollars. And I ended up with $300 cause it's like, yeah, I want that. Yeah. I want that. You know what I mean? It's like the, you know, like the example you guys use with the, do you want fries with that kind of thing? So yeah. other than like a, a general knowledge, a lot of it was brand new to me, you know? So, um, and I've, and, and, it was like a combination of things, Dave. It was it was the manner in which you presented it, and the manner in which the videos were done. Um, you know, very very easily consumable, and then the concepts of like, hey, this stuff makes sense, and hey, I've seen it happen to me as a consumer, and you know, like I can do this kind of thing. And I mean, you can you can talk to Rod, and I was very blessed. Me and Rod had a great my business advisor. Yeah. We just he's he's like a guy that I would I would I would hang out with. Totally. You know? as a friend and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, and I, he, you can tell him, I would like rush through that. I was like, Hey man, open up more days, open up more days, open up more days, you know? Um, because that's how keen I was on getting involved in it and how, yeah. like how invigorated I felt going through it. So nice. So I, I love that when you were, when you were, um, I, we have a, like when somebody says, Hey, start an Amazon business and, you know, you can sell products on Amazon, like people like that, that's kind of a concept that people make sense to people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they understand it, like they use Amazon, it's an yeah. app, like there's a delivery and they're thinking, okay, like I at least understand that. And then somebody will say, okay, like, did you know that like 50% of people who sell on Amazon, you know, 50% of sales on Amazon or whatever are done by just regular people. So that's a concept that people can understand. But over the last 10 years of me selling digital products, particularly digital education products, a lot of people have like scratched their head and not really understood that concept. Yeah. Know? So what made sense to you and how can you explain why this business model makes more sense than the other business models that you've seen or researched? Yeah. Um, so I guess because I've, I've done some of the online education stuff, you know, I was a personal trainer in the past. So we would do online education and I see the value of it. You know, like we talked about in one of our meetings before, you know, I'm signed up for the stock advisor stuff and I've done and right. some of the angel investing stuff. And so I've taken the online education. And so I, I see the value of that online education. Um, and two, it's this, you know, it's from this my experience, the brief experience I had with the FBA stuff, it was like, all right, if I'm dependent on a product, there's a couple of variables that I have no control of. Can I get, can I get it shipped from 
wherever it's being made. Right. The quality of it is it going to be con- is it going to be continuous and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, do I really care? Am I really that emotionally attached to this product that I'm selling? Kind of right. thing. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I felt like it was you know the I know the value of the, of the online education. Obviously, it's digital. It's like you said. You know, I've heard you say it's like, hey, the internet's not going anywhere. It's not shutting down. Yeah. Um, you kind of thing. So, you know, and then obviously I've seen the reason I wanted to get online was because I knew it would scale. And obviously within this like two months, it's way more scalable than I ever even like fathomed. Yeah. So sorry, I just had a call come in. Um, So, okay. Like (laughs) a lot of us have and, and Alex, I'm, I'm going to talk up here to the, the audience yeah. for a second. I mean, a lot of us have 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 like kind of understand the value of online education, particularly right now, because everybody's being pushed to online education, whether that be live education that's happening on like Zoom. Everybody knows what a Zoom is now. Um, we've been using Zoom for a long time. But everybody knows what a Zoom is now because all of our kids are on Zooms doing their, you know, college classes or their my four year olds on Zoom classes right now doing her, you know, toddler Montessori school. But or whether that's like a course that you that you're watching the videos like we understand that from a consumer perspective. But Alex, one of the things that I talked about in the 15 day business builder challenge was the idea that. If I have a course, let's say it's about save, let's say it's about um, getting out of crisis in a marriage on a particular thing. Say yep. it's recovering from a a um, infidelity, or let's say that it's um, coming back from the brink of financial ruin, uh, regaining trust. Something about somebody's marriage, and I obviously I can counsel people, which is a form of providing a service. I can do events um, or I can coach, but in the, in this digital product kind of realm, I can put those video, those, that content in a video series and lock it down on the other side of a thousand dollar PayPal checkout link or whatever. And to the person who's in the middle of that crisis, that could be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Now, if you don't have that problem, it could be worthless to you. But the the thing that really opened my eyes in I've obviously taught business and marketing, which for somebody who wants to make money, build a business, start a new career, that's also really valuable to that person where it's not valuable at all to the person who doesn't want to do that. But the thing that really opened my eyes about that was that the market determined the value of that and I determined the value of that based on how much I believe in myself how good I brand myself, how much confidence I have in my ability to get you results as a client, and then how much you're willing to pay for that, right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden I have something that costs me nothing but sweat equity to make. Now, sure, I got to host it, or if I've got some programmers or some software overhead, I've got to pay those, but is I can do it on a, I can't, I mean, I'm a I can do it on a fancy microphone like this, or I could do it on just my laptop microphone. Yeah. And the the margins are, it's truly high ticket, high profit margins. That was what, when I realized that, that was what stuck me. 
in this education digital product we call them information products whatever space and i've been doing it for 10 years yep. is that the thing that you saw too i mean because you've made a thousand dollars your first month in affiliate commissions but now you're raring and ready to make your own course you want to you want to you want to jump up so i'm i'm wondering did you see the same thing that i saw or kind of what how do you see the the um what was your aha moment yeah and so you know i've had some friends that do digital marketing they're more like the agency so they're working right. with business and stuff like that so i knew that you know it was there um i think that yeah the the whole create a product a digital product embedded on a website put it in behind like you talked about you know behind a, a paywall yeah. um and then it's there you know and so um yeah, I mean, that was, I guess I saw the the whole vision of it and the way that it was laid out in a lot of those videos. Honestly, like I see, you know, you talk about your four, like you've got the four business builder blueprints, right? The core and four business models, affiliate the, yeah, marketing, the four business digital models, courses, yeah. coaching, and masterminds. Yeah, the four ways and, to deliver information via a product or service. Yeah, and so really I kind of, I like to think of things along like spectrums and continuums. And so I really, and I think it was kind of the way you, or at least the way I received the messages that you, that you were laying out in the challenges was that those are meant to be kind of a continuum, almost like a maturation process yes. from one step to the next. And, um, and so I, that was very appealing to me. And one part of the reason why I bought them is because it's like, all right, there's, just, there's a natural progression here. Yeah. And two, that was kind of my idea in my head it maybe hadn't didn't have those concrete like four steps clearly laid out as as y'all have it laid out um so nicely but that loosely was the idea right of yeah. like doing this continuum sort of thing and you know taking the advice that that you have given in those videos and, and to me directly and then stuff from from matt as well um i mean honestly that like i'm so glad i don't know what compelled me to, but I'm so glad I took that like one time offer of the marketers club year subscription because that, that honestly has been like some of the, the best, I don't know what it is, 150 or whatever dollars that I've spent in my life. Cause I've gotten a, the enormous return on investment in terms of education and value. And now tangibly from the lessons I've learned from Maddie and the other folks that have present drew in there and been able to the practical application and like general revenue generation from those activities I've learned from there. So let's talk about a couple of those takeaways. What yeah. you mentioned one from the marketers club from Matt one or two, what, what specifically was that? Yeah. So I want to say there was one of, I think it might have even been the title of the, of the webinar. It was basically like doing the unscalable things. Uh, and so, um, so he talks about early on of like having that high touch of, Hey, every time somebody joins my Facebook group, I'm sending them a personalized message. You know, I'm not having a chat bot do it every time somebody joins and I get that email, you know, Hey, you just earned a commission or Hey, you just got a new lead, like sending them a personalized email separate from them getting the auto responder, um, you know, doing a little bit of, uh, you know, just kind of bootstrapping that sort of stuff and doing yeah. the stuff once your business gets big enough that you can't really do. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, and that has been immensely valuable just from a learning perspective. And then also too, um, from, you know, revenue generation as well, yeah. obviously, but also relationship building, you know, I've been able to form relationships with, with folks like, like Evan and Eugene right. and, 
you know, and Matt and Drew and Rod and yourself and, and other people that have, you know, have given me immense lessons. And it's like, you guys always talk about the people that, I mean, you're a hell of a lot further than one or two steps ahead of me, but you know, guys like Evan and Eugene that are a couple steps ahead of me that can give me like real advice because I'm like, Hey, those guys aren't so far out of sight sure. that I can envision myself in their place kind of thing. Yeah. So. Dude, I, I really, I, I mean, what you just said, that concept, if in, I would venture and assume you can correct me if I'm wrong to say that that, that sweat equity, you guys understand this concept because you've heard it and you've said it and you've used it and you've done it. And it's called, if you're, you know, <laughs> it's real estate. If you were to watch a, a house flipper show and they talked about sweat equity, you would get that concept right away. But a lot of people come into this business, Alex, and you talk about, you know, that unscalable activity, that sweat equity doing the things that are not scalable, reaching out to people, making personal connections. And it's like people just don't, it's like they just get amnesia. Like they, they don't, they act like they don't know the concept. And so the fact that you picked up on that, I would venture to say that that's responsible for your early success. That exact concept is being willing to do the things that maybe in a year or two, you're not going to have time or you might be unwilling to do because it's like, hey, look, I can outsource this or I can hire somebody to check email or send. Right. But in the early stages, and this goes along with a concept that I actually have, is that I try to never outsource something that I haven't done myself because how can I manage it? How can I know if that person's doing a good job or not? And so many people come into this business and start you know, driving traffic or whatever. And it's like, if I'm sitting, you know, they pay for leads, they just kind of sit back and hope that it all converts and all the automation works and people just, you know, do exactly what they want to do. But marketing's not about people doing what you want them to do. Marketing's about building contingency plans because people are not going to do what you want them to do. So sending that personalized email and then do you know that our stats getting people on the phone and talking to them versus not getting people on the phone and talking to them, the sales statistics are so different. Yeah, I bet. Night and day, Alex. Yeah, I bet. Not even the same, dude. Because people if and if we were to just say, you know what, and I think this is a good like now that you've gone through our process and you've you're a part of our community to be able to, to say hindsight's 2020, look back at it. And also for all of you out there, if we, if we would say our content so good, which Alex said it, I didn't. And obviously, <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm no, just, I, mean, dude, I didn't talk to any, I, other than getting on the phone with Rod, I was, I was bought in by the time, you know, Rod just sealed the deal. Okay. But here's the deal. We could sit back and say our content so good that people are just going to fall right into place and do exact, yeah. you know, buy our stuff. And, but that's not how it works. Those reach those personal connections, Rod getting on the phone with you, us, right. That the Facebook group to where these, these shows every day, Showing up saying, look, I could just, and I did for a long time until finally, like we had other people doing wake up calls. And I was like, yo, like, especially during this pandemic, like I'm going to get on every day and let people know that there's hope. They can have certainty, like they can make use of this time, so forth. So, dude, I, I just, I think that's such a huge point. And I would, I would assume that 
we could attribute the majority of your early success to that one single concept of doing those unscalable things. Would you? Yeah. And I was in, in, you know, you, the, the key word in, in what you said there, Dave really was the contingency. And so, cause I first started off being like, all right, I'm going to run paid ads. I'm going to, you know, passive income. Sure. I don't, I don't want my face to be on the internet and all this sort of stuff, you know, and then quickly I learned like, well, Hey, paid ad, the paid ads are a hell of a lot more complicated than, than what you would think. And, um, you know, and Hey, people buy from people, they don't buy, you know, and unless you're like a big established company. So having that paid ads, yes, that's obviously the best way to scale and all that sort of stuff. And you can generate, um, passive incomes, but I think starting off, you need to have a, a mix of doing the paid ads as well as the organic strategies. Cause like you said, you form the relationships, you learn a hell of a lot more by doing the organic stuff. And then also too, it's like, you've got that contingency plan because it's a, it's a crapshoot man with Facebook and you never know when your ad account's going to get shut down. Right. And if I, I hadn't, if I hadn't have actually listened, cause when Rod said it to me on the phone the first time I was like, dude, I'm not going to do that shit. And then he called, we talked again and he re-encouraged me to do it. And I'm so glad that I started to do the organic high touch unscalable things that I had first learned about from Maddie in the video and then Rod had reinforced because if I didn't, I would have been, I would have been screwed because my Facebook ad account got shut down for, for just running likes campaigns to yeah. my business page, you know, like, so you got to have that contingency plan for sure. Yeah. You got to have a plan, you, a contingency plan, not not if they don't do what you want expecting yeah that they're exactly. not going to do what you want right and exactly let me also throw this concept out there it's kind of how bad do you want it and like what are you willing to do because even if you're running you know traffic into an affiliate product we teach people how to go out and find the idea of what of what we teach people in our initial workshops when somebody enrolls into our business blueprints is that we want to show people that you can take any product and be an affiliate for it and make money. You can at least build an email list and get make make some money, break even, and then have an audience and begin to build a business in that niche, right? And when you understand those initial concepts of 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 writing an ad, of understanding who your target customer is that you're writing that ad to, you know, and you can then now have the skills to go into any niche and write an advertisement for that niche because you understand how to get in that person's head, then you can be successful in anything. Because ultimately, marketing is only about, this is all it's about, is speaking the language to the person who has a problem and positioning your product in front of that person as, as a solution. That's all it's about. But in order to do that, you can't market survival products to a hardcore right-wing conservative like patriot if you're going to send emails talking about, you know, uh, uh, liberal concepts and the fact that you're going to, you know, vote for Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. Like it's you understand? It's just you got to speak their language, right? So um it, you know, imagine this, if you guys were and this is what I what a lot of people you know, they kind of initially don't make sales or have a little bit of frustration. But even if you're promoting some random dating product on ClickBank as an affiliate or you some dog training product, imagine the difference between the affiliate who just runs ads and hopes that it, that it passively happens or the affiliate that even when those people opt in, that 
he 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 emails them and then says, "Hey, I'm here to have a conversation and interviews ten or fifteen or you know ten people a day, and tries to have an actual conversation or shoots him an, e- an email." That's also even in affiliate marketing, these high touch things work. They work, right? Because it's that combination of we've already always talked about this. And legendary is one free, one paid. So what is your free and what is your paid strategy? You start there. It doesn't matter what you're selling, mixing high-touch and high-tech. Nobody does high-tech only. No business survives on that. Even the biggest of internet companies, Amazon, Zappos back in the day, they and I, I guess they're still running. You don't hear as much about them anymore, but they built their whole business on customer service. I mean, it was about they were one of the first Alex that came out with, we'll send you a pair of shoes and you can send them back for free. And they built that entire company on like that customer service content. Sure. There was high tech, but you can't expect nowadays to just be high tech only and, 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 and have no customer contact whatsoever. I mean, you, you get lucky. So anyways, what did, so Rod said to you when you were having some challenges, what was the piece of advice that he gave you that was so valuable? So it was just to, to work the, you know, to build out my group, to, to work, um, you know, to, to be active on and just do the organic outreach type stuff, you know, to make sure you're, you're, you're active on the, on the profile, do some of that attraction marketing, um, on, uh, you know, on your Facebook profile or whatever really social media platform it is kind of thing. Um, and so that helped me get out of my comfort zone. And then, um, you know, I saw the guys, the four fellows that did the, the four fellows that did the TikTok thing, the four dudes, I've been calling them the four dudes lately. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which it was awesome. It was so, that was super, you know, I, I messaged each one of them. At least I think I did and said, Hey man, thanks for sharing. That was, that was great. And it, you know, that encouraged me to do it because I was all like nervous. Oh, I I haven't had a haircut because where I stayed in Minnesota has been shut down and I was like all nervous. And so I made a comment in my first, me neither bro. Yeah. Me neither. But I made a comment about my haircut um, in in my first TikTok video that, you know, it's been maybe seen maybe like 2,000 views now. And honestly, I've had three or four people be like, hey, man, I watched your TikTok video and you talked about your haircut. And then I realized I like I got over myself and I made my first video, too. You know what I mean? And so if you're like if you if you're just willing to get out of your comfort zone, put yourself out there a little bit, be relatable and then people will like respond to it and you never know who's going to watch it. And that little like that little tidbit about me joking about my hair was a catalyst for a couple people to to get out of to get out of their own way and get on and do and try it out. You know what I mean? So that's way more valuable than them going and signing up for the business builder challenge in the long run of things. Which you've had that happen as well from TikTok content. I have, yeah, so I, um, I've started I've started on TikTok not this past Sunday, the Sunday before, maybe like the 18th or something like that um, of April. And I've averaged probably a sale a day. And um, and honestly, I'm only and I still don't even have the clickable link thing right. like, uh, like some of the other guys have. And but what I've and I've only, you know, some days I'll post two videos, some days I'll post one. So I haven't been as consistent as I should be with it. But just in there, it's super easy, five, 10 minute video. Yeah. Um, you know, I shared it. I shared in the in the group about, you know, my mom was giving me crap about it looked like I was sitting in like a dark room and I wasn't showing my handsome face and all that kind of stuff. So, and she sent me all these links to all this Amazon stuff to, to buy all this lighting. Cause she's, she has like a, a Etsy store that she sells uh, stuff. 
Nice, thing, dude. So, so she kind of yeah. gets like the the uh, online entrepreneur spirit. That's cool. Yeah, my mom, is, my mom has always kind of been an entrepreneur. She was a, a very um, fine point um, seamstress uh-huh. growing up. And then, you know, she had three boys and kind of got away from that. And now that we're all out of the house and whatever, she's gotten back into doing the, the entrepreneur stuff. Yeah, my mom's a, a big supporter of, of my stuff. Hell, she might be watching right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> um, dude, what would you leave people with, man? I mean, what would you um... – I mean, you've you've dropped a lot of gold. You've dropped a lot of nuggets, and you're. I'm super excited about your future and your success. Um, what would you turn around now? You're in this, and you're a great example of that learn, do, teach concept. It's like moving from the student to the teacher is the most profitable move that you'll ever make. Moving from consumer to creator, you know, it's almost like two. I don't know if you would describe it as this this uh enlightening it's almost like this this it's almost it's like empowering. A whole, well, I mean, like it's a, empowering to me in my mind it's yeah. empowering to feel that to do that sort of stuff you know yeah and so i think probably the two biggest takeaways i would have dave would be that people need to they need to like it's it's attitude you can call it mindset or whatever you want sure. i think it's attitude yeah they need to, they need to you know like it's like that Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. They need to have a shift in mindset. They need to take a leap of faith. Everything's not a scam. Everything's not, you know, everyone's not out to get you. And then um, the other thing I would say is that, uh, and this is like, you know, me putting my my coaching hat on, is that a lot of people, they, you know, they throw that work smarter, not harder concept around, but very few people actually know what hard work truly is. And there's no replacement in life for, as you mentioned on your last TikTok post, like consistency and hard work. And until you do those things, then you can't start to work smarter because you don't have that foundation. And then I would also say, too, as a beginner into anything, it's much more important to be coachable than it is to work smarter. And so just like having that, having those sort of things of like, all right, I'm going to truly learn to work hard, which the organic outreach and the high touch stuff does. And then being like, all right, I'm not going to try to hack the system and everything. It's like I went to Legendary Marketer. I've got Dave Sharp and Maddie and Drew as guys I can mentors and learn from. And hey, guess what? They forged the path and they've got proven solutions and you know what, I'm not going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to take their three advice and create my own little thing. At least that, not at the start, you know, eventually I'm going to do that. So being coachable, I think is, is, is way undervalued, especially as a beginner. Sure. I think that's a big, and you're going to be a great coach. You already are going to be a great coach for people. This is, I think a calling for you, uh, you know, to be able to use those coaching skills and, be able to uh, inspire and teach people really, um, really, really profound concepts in a simple way. One of the biggest things I, I just want to reiterate and 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 translate, if you didn't hear it, in in kind of a you know from my perspective, is that there is no substitute for hard work. I agree with that, dude, a thousand percent. And I also love the concept that you just said. I want to say it in a little bit of a different way, which is it's better to be coachable than to work smart because my best thinking got me where I'm at, you know, and that's one of the things that I didn't realize, you know, I went for years, brother, you know, as like a homeless junkie walking around thinking that I knew it all and nobody could tell me anything, you know, and I knew so much, you know, and then when I got started 
Um, it, and that was my kind of like my thing, dude. That was just my attitude that I learned. That was a learned behavior because I saw so many other people with that attitude too. It was like, oh, you can't tell me. No. I mean, most people would rather be right than happy. And there's a lot of right people out there, but yeah. there's, but there's also a lot of miserable people. It's funny how the same people who are always right are also <laughs> always really unhappy and miserable and angry. Right. Yeah. And 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 eventually i went through that same um that same it was really truly a transformation of mind and body and in spirit too of saying okay dave like your best like look dude like your best thinking got you right where you're at and that's okay because now you get to start your hero's journey from the bottom as climbing up to the top and when I got humble and I realized that I didn't know it all and I still struggled and battled with my ego for years and I still do, bro, I'm a human being and I, and I still battle with my ego, but it always gets me in trouble and I always got to keep it in, in check. I always have to realize that my ego, I am my own worst enemy. I'm my own worst enemy in my marriage. I'm my own worst enemy in my business. I'm my own worst enemy. There is nobody out to get me. There's just not. There's nobody out to get me. And when I look inward and I look at myself and I say, okay, Dave, what part do I play in this, in this whether it be you know my financial situation, my marriage, whatever, when I started asking that question, what is my part? And I actually personally learned that in recovery, so I can't like act like I came up with that. But I started to apply those basic principles that I learned in recovery, sobriety, and business. And I was like, what is my part? What is my part? What is my part in all this? It's not that I got scammed. It's not that the person I bought the course from doesn't know what he's talking about. What is my part? Oh, I didn't go through it. Oh, I didn't do anything with it. Oh, right. I start to go down the list of all the things that I either did or didn't do. And it's like, God, it all makes sense now. It's it's clear as day. So I, I love that you've gone through and are going through that. And there is no substitute for hard work and just kind of having that that student, that learner's mindset. And I'll tell you, my secret is to never lose it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the that's with the people who are sustained success, because if you don't if you don't keep that attitude, that's being a student of, of whatever game it is that you are, you're never going to have that kind of um, Kaizen and that constant improvement sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh Kaizen is, is mastery in, is it Norwegian? Is it Norwegian? Is uh, it Japanese. Japanese. Okay. Yeah. So guys, Alex Hauser, look him up. Okay. He's on Facebook. He's on TikTok. <laughs> is that your handle? Alex Hauser, your name or uh, something else? Alexander Hauser eight one on TikTok. Look him up on Facebook too. His name's on the screen, dude. Uh, congratulations, bro. You are, um, hey man, you're exactly why I do this. Like, so, because, hey, you know, it can be frustrating with people who, you know, don't take action. Don't, but like, it's not like I'm angry or mad. It's just that I want, like when, when you put your heart and soul and your, you know, everything into something, you know, you want people to use it and people get excited about it and stuff. And people like send in, they'll leave raving reviews and they'll, 
Like, and that all feels good. But when somebody actually takes your work and then goes and applies it, man, and let, man, it feels good. So thank you, man. Thank you. for. I, well, I appreciate, uh, you know, like I told you the other day, I appreciate uh, you and Maddie and Drew and everybody, Rod, and just the, the ethos and kind of the, uh, the spirit and what you guys run the company and everything. So I'm super happy to, to have found it. And like I told everybody, I'm so blessed that I landed on Legendary as my first experience in online stuff because I know a lot of people have a lot of bad experiences. And so I'm really grateful that this was my first one because it's it's super positive. So I'm awesome. glad I didn't have to go through the bad one. Awesome, man. All right, dude. Well, I'm going to let you go. Say goodbye to everybody. We'll see you guys. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Yeah, man. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later, okay? Yeah, yeah for sure, bud. All right, man. Bye. See ya. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah. So it's time. It's time to. Um, it's time to peace out. And what a great story and show. And I want to thank Alex for coming on today. And I'm looking forward to having you on the show one day. If you're watching and you want to and you aspire to be. Um, on the show. I'd love to have you on the show one day and I'd love to sort of showcase your uh, results and in, in what you've learned in your journey, you know, because the, the, the thing that's different about this show and I think the thing that's different about what we're doing here at Legendary is it's not, you know, gurus on gurus on gurus, you know, it's like regular average people like, you know, and even though you might look at me like I'm some guru, Alex made a comment about I'm so many steps ahead. You know what? The truth of the matter is, is that I'm a regular dude too. I'm just a regular guy, man. And it's taken me a long time to realize that because I was always a legend in my own head anyways. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that like I live an ordinary life. I live a, a very, I mean, quite frankly, many of you guys, you know, may have a, a, an idea of what my life is like, but it's actually the older I get, the more boring I want it to be. I want to hang out with my family. I want to come into our studio here, which is very close to our house, and I want to record shows for you guys, and I want to work with students, and I want to work with our team, and I want to create great training, and I want to write sales letters, and I want to geek out on ads, and I want to geek out on emails, and that's all I want to do. I want to run our little masterminds, and I want to do exactly what I teach, which is take the education and the knowledge and the wisdom and the skills that I've learned that have made me, you know, and given me the ability to create my own economy and, and basically disconnect from the matrix, you know, I'm not, I'm not plugged into what's going on in the mainstream. Pandemics come through, I get sad, I get, I get grateful that I have what I have in this, my situation, but I'm not as affected you know, because I've, in a sense, created my own economy and unplugged from all of that stuff simply because 10 years ago, I, you know, bought a Wi-Fi, uh, you know, I bought a Wi-Fi subscription or service. I, my wife let me put a $600 laptop on her credit card when I didn't even have any credit. And I started learning digital marketing skills. I started learning how to drive traffic, place little ads, generate leads through capture pages, I started learning how to write copy. I started learning how to sell other people's products, and I eventually started selling some of my own digital products. And it's been an amazing journey ever since. So we're wrapping up the week here on Friday, and I'll see you back here on Monday. But I hope that over the weekend you can resonate, or excuse me, you can, you can, you can let this marinate and begin to really 
even though we're in a time of turbulence in our, our world, you can begin to paint a bigger vision for yourself and your future. You can begin to really ask yourself, like, what do I want? You know, what's possible as you see all these people come on on the show every day and you are involved in our community and you're seeing people kind of failing forward. You know, it's not all about everybody having this crazy success. That's not what, that's not reality. Reality is, as we struggle, we fail forward. The pain makes us more powerful. The challenges make us better. They make us wiser. You know, every day I still have challenges that I've got to fight through. So it's every day we're choosing this path. You know, we're choosing to be entrepreneurs. We're choosing to, you know, as Alex described, we're choosing work ethic over laziness. You know, we're choosing to grow instead of stay stagnant. And that's that's a beautiful thing. That alone is worth all of it. And the money is a byproduct. It really is. The money is a byproduct because my my assumption, my guess is that you're going to make money, so much money at a certain point, and you're going to realize that, golly, I've been chasing this money, but that's not even the real deal. The real deal has been the experience of the journey. The real deal has been how much I've learned and grown along the way. The real deal is, is how much dignity and self-worth I've built up over the way, you know, over the journey. It's it's how I've changed my whole identity from looking at myself like a loser to looking at myself like a winner, you know? And that's the real payoff. It's not the money. Now, you might be saying, well, Dave, that's easy for you to say. Look, I'm telling you, keep moving down the path. You'll look back, and eventually, in a couple of months or years, you're going to be saying the same thing to people. I promise you, you'll be saying the same thing to people. It's not about the things that we think it's about. It's about keeping down the path and not quitting, which develops the way, you know, develops our self-esteem, our self-worth. It it makes us feel better about ourselves and that builds confidence. And then, you know what, we just, we get, we start being able to succeed in, in everything that we do because we've built up that, that, um, that we've, we've built up that callus around our perseverance muscle versus before it's very weak it's very fragile it doesn't work very well we have a little challenge and we quit no it's about building the callus around that perseverance muscle and in expecting challenges inviting inviting uh difficult scenarios inviting um you know problems to solve and then we get excited about the opportunities and the challenges. So anything is possible. I hope that you've gained inspiration and that's become true for you from watching today's show. I look forward to seeing you on Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Share this with somebody who needs to see it today and drop me a comment. If you got value from this, hit the like button. If you got value, let me know. Give me some of that feedback, man. That keeps me going. That keeps me excited about showing up every day and serving you guys. So share this. And if you want to go through the 15-day challenge that Alex talked about uh, in his segment, then go to onlinebusinessbuilderchallenge.com. Onlinebusinessbuilderchallenge.com. You can enroll in that, $7, and we'll way over deliver for you. And you can decide if you want to follow in his footsteps and many others uh, who are transitioning from 
employees and people who have little aspirations to entrepreneurs and people who have big goals and dreams and who just want to grow. Maybe you want to grow financially. Maybe you want to grow personally. I can guarantee you it's all possible. All right. So be legendary. Have a fantastic Friday. Kick some ass today. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you back here at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday on Wake Up Legendary.